welcome back <laughs> to the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast. Still gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Nick. And I'm Travis. And we are back from our hiatus. Our totally planned, 100% scheduled hiatus. Yes, you remember when we said, this is the end of this season, and mm-hmm. we'll be back in two or three months with a new one. I'm sure you all caught our cliffhanger of a season finale uh, last year. Um when we did a Lambert's Cafe, uh, if if that's not on the feed, I think it's just on the Patreon. Yeah, that's yep. check that out. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about Alibi Cookies um, in Dogtown. But before we do that, I I want to um, introduce our latest, newest, most wonderful. <laughs> New host. Latest. Our latest new host. <laughs> it's both of them. <laughs> we, we run through them like crazy. <laughs> we got a whole pile of them out in the back. <laughs> and now we've got Francie. Hey, guys. Nice to be back with you. Uh, Francie, of course, has been on many episodes with us and has been a big part of the show from the beginning. And I'm sure you all remember from our season finale episode that, you know, we had quite the tournament to find a new co-host and Francie uh, reigned victorious after uh, the hot dog eating contest. So congratulations, Francie. Ah, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't eat the most hot dogs. She just did it in the most style. <laughs> She's freestyle. I mean, I've never seen anyone eat a, eat a hot dog while doing a backflip on a skateboard, but Francie did it. Yeah. If only there were an Olympic event. If only this were a strictly audio podcast, we'd show you guys, but... <laughs> Patreon. Um. So yeah, a couple other things. Um, we were making some minor changes to the show. Uh, one that I'll just bring up specifically is that we're no longer doing review uh, point numbers at the end of the, the episode. Why aren't we doing that, Travis? Because our opinions shouldn't matter. Yeah. Uh, because uh, and also these are new restaurants. We typically get one shot at trying them, and um, you know either. Like we're going on and on about one good experience or we're going on and on about one experience where maybe something wasn't absolutely perfect, but we just want to talk about restaurants we love and assigning a point value to it at the end. It just felt dumb. <laughs> is dumb the right word? It, it is. <laughs> uh, you know, it was just, you're only getting one experience, so it just feels like a little uh, unnecessary to try to like rate an entire restaurant based on that. Um, but you did say we're only going to talk about places that we love. We're still going to keep going to new places, so we might not know if we love them or not. Uh, we are going to come in, you know, with, you know, uh, we were in the Ledoux uh, news recently. They said that we give um, honest and insightful opinions or something like that. Do they listen to the podcast? No. <laughs> I think we should take a note from them and try that. So <laughs> that's part of our new strategy. <laughs> Uh, one other new thing, I mean, a return to new or a return to normal, which is new, is we're recording live. We we are all sitting at a table together, which is so exciting. And I feel like it's going to be way easier than recording over Skype. It's nice to see you in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good to be around actual people and not the cardboard cutouts I leave up when we normally record. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a baseball game, you know? Like it, wouldn't, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if you had a cardboard <laughs> cutouts of us. <laughs> so what have you guys been doing this summer? 
I have been doing some traveling. Uh, I went to California. Uh, got to try out some amazing restaurants out there. Uh, the best of which might have been a little uh, roadside taco truck, which they made probably like one of the best burritos I've ever eaten in my life. In California? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I know. know. Surprising. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, trying some different places in St. Louis, uh, Jack Salsa, Nick, you turned me on to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have two containers of it in our fridge right now because they are so good. We have tried a bunch of places. Like, I, I feel like I'm totally missing out, but, uh, one thing Hannah got, uh, for us this year is the pizza passport, which the pizza passport, I think I talked about it last year. It's their second year of doing it. It's a bunch of places in St. Louis where you get to try a pizza for half off. So I know they're still available on sale right now. So like go out and get your pizza passport. And I know I'm going to be posting tons of pictures of all the pizzas I eat around St. Louis. Yeah, that reminds me. I think uh, Burger Week will be going oh, on. Burger Week is kicking off. I yeah. Mean, well, while this is coming out, I think so. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the other thing that's new is no editing. No more editing. So you get all my ums and uhs and yeah. And my yes. Uh Francie, how have you been doing? What have you been up to? Well, I've been getting out to some live events, doing some picnicking. And there were actually two this week. American Ballet Theater graced the city of St. Louis on their tour. They performed in Shakespeare Glen just uh, Wednesday night. And that was fantastic. And uh, I went to an event in Webster Groves called Burr Oak Baroque, which was at the base of this amazing historic tree in Larson Park that um, is very old. And uh, they had a bunch of different performers, musicians, and dancers doing Baroque music. So it was kind oh, of okay. a, a theme and a theme. Burr Oak Baroque. That's great. I, I thought you were going to say it was like uh, just like a community theater production that was like broke Baroque. You know, uh, like, yeah, that's like good. no budget Baroque. Maybe they'll do that next year. <laughs> well, they could have the broke Baroque Baroque. I think he said the next one he wants to do is roots music, kind of playing on the, the tree. Oh, things. yeah. Uh, I'll man. keep you guys apprised. Hmm. Yeah. Are you trying to think of a pun? I am, yeah, but I think he got all of them. Uh, I guess I'll just leave. Oh, God, I hate it. Okay. Um, I, uh, I I took a trip myself. I went down to Savannah and had a lot of good food while I was there. Um, there was one place on the way in Atlanta that I had been like, intending to go. I was going to tell you guys about it because I had been like studying them from afar, uh, lusting after their food. I say lusting. I, that's yeah. The name of the place is uh, Slutty Vegan. It's not my oh, favorite terrible name. name. Yeah. Why would you call someplace vegan? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, but I love this place because they do vegan junk food, and I think that that is an angle that not enough junk food takes. I think that a lot of people who might get into vegan are turned off by the the health conscious people mm -hmm. um and they don't you know they don't have to entirely overlap those venn diagrams so this place uh reminds me a lot of specialty burgers that they do at like uh, sugar fire so, you know every day they have some new special there and slutty vegan has these beautiful gluttonous photographs of these mammoth burgers that you can barely fit your hands around so i wanted to try that um but then i was also staying with my brother that night and um and he's a butcher and i thought that might be 
professionally or is that character assassination? <laughs> uh, he is professionally. Or he's, he's got that as a background. Now he's like a manager. But um, but uh, but yeah, I wasn't sure how he was going to feel about going to a vegan place because butchers only eat meat in my mind, right? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then he also offered when we were on our way to uh, grill out some... Um, he did... I ended up just eating at his house because he made an amazing meal and, you know, it would be rude to be like, Oh, I want to go to this junk food place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, he made, uh, bacon wrapped scallops and steak and it was fantastic. So speaking of vegan junk food, Mm -hmm. uh, some of our own St. Louis haunts have been featured on a Netflix show recently, which is called fresh fried and crispy. Um, and one of the uh, restaurants they featured was Sweetheart, and oh, yeah. they are a vegetarian place. And so they had a chicken sandwich, a fried chicken sandwich, but of course vegetarian. And uh, that guy said it was like one of the best things he's eaten in St. Louis. Sorry, spoilers, but um, definitely check out the episode on Netflix when you get a chance because they feature uh, Grace Meat and Three. They feature a, a few other places around St. Louis. So um, it's just cool to see. Uh, you know, St. Louis being recognized on Netflix. Uh, yeah. On Netflix, but also, you know, uh, featuring some of our, uh, vegan vegetarian places. Yeah. Um, I have in my notes here that I, we almost recorded this episode a few months ago and I have notes here that I like didn't remember, but I now remember it says tater tot. And I was like, why does it say tater tot? <laughs> and it's because I learned in German tater tot means killer dead. Hmm. I want to start like a death metal band with six-year-olds or something called the Tater Tots, and <laughs> <laughs> only the Germans would get it. Well, I, if if you start that band, you have to have a song called "My Brother the Butcher" because that definitely <laughs> oh, sounds like the ultimate crime together. novel. <laughs> yeah. And then I had one other note I wanted to pick up. We had a comment from somebody on a previous episode that we did on Zenwich. And there was something in their food. I see it in ramen. I'm not sure where else it pops up. In Asian soups and things. And it's this pink and white swirly thing. And I was like, what are those things? Like a peppermint? It it looks (laughs) like if you sliced a peppermint down the side or something. If asked if it was an animal, vegetable, or mineral, I would have had no idea. Like, <laughs> it's tasty, but I don't know. Anyway, so Ashley Casey commented that the pink and white swirly things are fish cakes, like artificial crab sticks, but in a different mold. And yes, they're delicious. Oh, all the way back in season one. Yeah. Throwback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start talking about alibi. Um, do you al- want to do some Yelp reviews? Oh, uh, we do that after the the history. Oh, okay. Yeah. Francie, you'll learn. (laughs) It's my first day. (laughs) I'm new here. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Alibi uh, is in Dogtown. They're on Tant Avenue, and they opened up just this past January. But it's the uh, creation of Mike Evans, who founded it in a church kitchen in 2020, and actually, at the time, he was a DJ. And, you know, during the pandemic, not a lot of DJ gigs. And so he started looking for other things and got creative. I, I wish I wish I was the kind of person where, like, something wasn't going great in my life. And it's like, I'll just open a business. Like, it, yeah. it would take so many years of, like, planning and worrying for me to ever open a business. And they're just like, 
That's a slow Thursday. And not only that, but okay, so <laughs> this guy has had such a year. He started off, he was like uh, watching Facebook at two o'clock in the morning or scrolling through Facebook. And that, that I can do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, got that I do that all the time. I'm not a business owner. <laughs> just the next step. Um, but he saw this video of a Japanese vending machine and he, you know, vending machines in Japan have absolutely everything in them. Mm-hmm. And he was like, had this idea to put cookies in them. Um, so he started looking at manufacturers and found somebody that would make a machine to his specs. And the wonderful thing about this is that it keeps the cookies warm. Let me see. It's at, uh, hundred, 110 degrees at all times. Um, he can check the stock and the temperature from, uh, from home. And, and yeah, he originally had this put into the Tam Avenue bar late last year and talk about like, you know, spending years getting your business off the ground. He got the machines out in bars in a few months. He had a brick and mortar store opened right by it. It's across the street from Felix pizza in Dogtown, And now the vending machines right outside of that. And just, I think last month he opened up a second location already in Jefferson city. He was looking at, uh, several locations, but, um, he, I think, almost landed on the Grove. He's still looking at that for a third, <laughs> uh, but ended up going to yeah Jefferson City. Yeah, uh, of course, the Grove or Jeff City, <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> uh, uh, what I learned from this story, what I'm taking away here is, if I love something, I can make someone make a vending machine for it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and and you're like, I love Doritos, and I'm like, oh Travis, <laughs> think bigger. Come on. <laughs> Let's see, candy bars and tiny bags of chips. <laughs> but yeah, he's also going to uh, expand with the vending machines, putting one downtown and plans to do more. Um, they also ship nationwide, I believe. So any, oh, wow. if you want cookies, there's many ways to get them. Um, hey, do you guys want to do some Yelp reviews? Hey, there's an idea. Yelp. Uh, all right anthony m from st louis said i saw warm cookies in a vending machine and was 11 years old again i purchased three chocolate chip cookies i didn't make it two blocks and they were gone a younger me would have just went back and said hey can i get six more cookies the cookies were every (laughs) (laughs) a younger me wouldn't have had like the money to go get i'm thinking younger me is like a six-year-old me yeah no, uh, now is the time when I can get as many cookies as I want. Yeah, go back and get those cookies, <laughs> You're Anthony. You're the boss of me. I'm going to have all the cookies. <laughs> I can have cookies for dinner. All right, great. Uh, Mary A. Uh, says the cookies are served warm from the case. The brownie was put back into the oven to be warm. Did you get a brownie? I did. Did you get a brownie? No, we saw the brownies, but stuck with cookies. I didn't get the brownie. I'm, I am going to Jeff City next weekend, so thankfully... They expanded there, and I can get a brownie. Yeah. All right. So it was warmed and served piping hot. Uh, love the different flavors of cookies are displayed at the register for easy decision making. Um, and when the store is not open, there's a cookie vending machine right outside the door. Yes, there is. Um, and I'm happy to see they are refilling it daily instead of having old cookies sitting around for more than a day. But, I mean, if they need to get rid of day-old cookies, I... I can eat day old cookies. That's all I'm saying. 
also cookie vending machine in a bar might be the most genius idea I've ever oh, heard. Oh, great. Ugh. A college campus seems like a natural spot. If there had been mm-hmm. cookie vending machines around when I was in college. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. So Haley S. of St. Louis, Missouri said, My daughter enjoyed picking her cookies and watching them come out of the robot. I couldn't find a way to add multiple cookies to my bill, so I ended up paying for each flavor separately. It was neat that they even came out hot and ready to eat. Each box came with two cookies for $3. The cookies were good, but a bit small for $1.50 each, but it's still worth the fun of using the machine. And of course, a premium cookie with premium ingredients. Yeah, that seems like a pretty reasonable price compared to... If you're getting a cheap 50-cent cookie, it's going to be... Shipped across the country and mass produced, and I mean, full don- preservatives. Do- oh, yeah. Donuts went through this, you know, like strange donuts when they came to town. Everybody was like, "I don't know, that's a little expensive for a donut." And it's like, yeah, but this these are like a different level of donut. Vincent Van Donut, different level of donut. Mm-hmm. You know, it these cookies, and then uh, there's like an, another place in St. Louis doing cookies called King Cookie, and they make like just like one big cookie you can get for I think three four dollars but like the ingredients are better the like artisanry is better which is weird to say about cookies but like they're better so yeah yeah i mean you get what you pay for absolutely um i like when you said uh when strange donuts came to town like it's an old western (laughs) everyone (laughs) ran into their homes he came on a covered wagon and he looked around he's like this place is ripe for a donut revolution And he was right. Uh, let me read just one more. Um, Jason S. from Franz Park said, So good. Like rapper licking scavenge for the last crumb kind of good. Like rapper licking scavenge for the last crumb kind of good. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> took me a second Did to say it twice that. or yeah. was that just you? <laughs> Once with a question mark. Lots of ellipses. And then one with an exclamation. Yeah. All right. Let's start talking about our own experiences. Experience. So today we're doing kind of a dual experience for our listeners. We have our experience of when we each went to Alibi Cookie, but we also, thanks to Nick, got some cookies to try here live. So mm-hmm. we're doing a mixture for the first time, brand new for our season premiere in season two, um, of a mixture of our past experience and eating cookies right now which everyone loves listening to people eat cookies so Francie as our as our newest host take it away all right so when I went to Alibi Cookies I brought a friend my friend Kiki shout out to Christy Merrill and uh, that allowed us to try multiple different kinds of cookies and I knew she would choose some that would be different from the ones that I would choose and her first choice was the birthday cake cookie And she said it was soft, crispy around the edge, perfectly baked, and actually tasted like birthday cake, at which point I did have a taste. And she was right. It had sprinkles. It's a beautiful cookie and a nice buttercream filling. It really was a very good cookie, and it was even better served with uh, cookie dough ice cream. And that is another feature of Alibi Cookies in the shop, not in the machine, but you can get your (laughs) freshly baked, warm cookie served a la mode. Oh man, that would be a great machine though. If it if it you could pick out your cookies and then pick out your ice cream and then it like mashes them up. It's got robot hands. That's <laughs> two point So I'll I'll admit at first I was skeptical about this birthday cake cookie. I also had the birthday cake cookie because you've never had a birthday. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and people get cakes for them? Yeah. What the heck? Uh, no, I, I thought birthday cake cookie. I was like, okay, the, the cookie is going to taste a little bit like cake batter, and they're going to put sprinkles on top, and they're going to call it a birthday cookie, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, the, the buttercream in the middle set it apart. I yeah. mean, th- that's what made it really taste like a birthday cake. I, w- I was floored by how good that was. And we didn't eat any cookies until we got home. I showed a little bit of restraint, but if I would have tried that one before we drove away, I would have walked back in and gotten a few more. Yeah. I would not put birthday cake cookie on my, or each, even the flavor of birthday cake is not in my top five, mm. you know, dessert flavors. Like it's not something that I like a lot, but that was one of my favorites. Um, that cream was also kind of a surprise because it's not like a, a thick, like, uh, you know, they, they're kind of uh, maybe like four inches wide and, um, I don't know, this big. Oh, thanks. That helps. <laughs> That's good, good visual for audio. Yeah. No, I just, I love how we're going on and on about this cookie that was the special a couple months ago and no one could get it. Oh, is this, is this not available anymore? Oh, I thought that was a regular oh, cookie. no. Well, you guys, somebody's, it was great. Somebody's always having a birthday. Why would they not keep that one on the... From here on out, let's just review restaurants that have recently closed so we could be like, I, you guys can't get it. It was great. Uh, when it yeah. comes around again, trust us, yeah. you're going to want to try that On their cake next cookie. birthday, yeah. Okay, yeah, they, they have uh, like 15 or 16 flavors all the time that are kind of the classic flavors. And that's why I thought birthday cake might be a classic. But And they have a monthly special, I guess, or maybe just rotating. And yeah, the one we got to try today is the triple berry. I'm assuming that's a 4th of July thing. What, which berries are in the cookie? Uh, I know there's a red one and a blue one. That's why I went with 4th of July. Mm. Francie's inspecting. I'm inspecting the cookie now, and it's hard to... I mean, if I were if I were to guess, I would think blueberry, raspberry, blackberry, but there might be strawberry. Yeah. You can tell you grew up with, like, too much, uh, like, sugary cereal because you're like, it has red berry and <laughs> a blueberry. Frankenberry. Is, is this a crunchberry? Yeah. <laughs> Is this an oops all berry? <laughs> that's, a, that's a type of berry, right? Uh, um, well, since we talked about it, should we taste it and then go yeah. back to the... Oh, this is the try. monthly, the special you can get right now. Mm-hmm. So we'll try this one instead of the birthday cake. Assuming that this episode gets out in time. It's got a bit of a brown sugar flavor. My first bite... I didn't get any berries because I just took a tiny one because I realized at the last second that we were all taking a bite at the same time. <laughs> I was like, somebody's going to have to talk here. Oh, the berries are good. Okay. And I'm usually not like a big health person, but mm, um, yeah. these berries really, they're they are great. One of them's definitely a blueberry, but <laughs> one of them might be a cranberry. Oh, looking at it, that sounds right. I'm going in. <laughs> Travis. No, I... I I really like this. It's it's almost like the chocolate chip cookie dough, like cookie uh, flavor. With, but instead of chocolate chips, it's berries. And I, I'm a huge fan. I, I like this a lot. It's fresh and summery. Mm-hmm. It's a good one for summer. Mm. Mm. It's also like a oatmeal raisin cookie, but instead of the raisins, it's berries. And, and instead, instead of, the of the oatmeal, oat- it's a sugar cookie. <laughs> but other than that. It's just like this, that. This cookie is basically anything you want it to be. <laughs> it's like a pickle, really. But <laughs> instead of the vinegar, it's berries. Like, 
the way they make their cookies at Alibi is so good, though, because it's got the, like, chewy, like, moist center. Um, I know, it's just a terrible <laughs> word. Um, but, like, a crispy edge around yes. the outside. And, and so you get, like, that little bit of crunch. You get, like, that perfect bake. Like, they have this down to an art there. Like, mm-hmm. this is exactly how you want a cookie to taste. It's very rich and satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, what would be your first choice of a classic cookie? Uh, I think if I was stuck to pick... Um, Is it cookie crisp? If I... <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, I'm going to do three. If I... No! <laughs> if I... Well, I'm not... I'm not going to. What's just your pick favorite one cookie? cookie? I have 15. This right. is this is like Sophie's choice for Nick. Let him have three. That's how that movie ends, right? <laughs> Everyone gets a cookie. <laughs> ah, you should show that to your nephew. It's the and kid niece. Bo- yeah. kids' bop version of Sophie's choice. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to go three to one. Number three, red velvet. Okay. Number two. Well, what did you think of their red velvet? If if it made your list, it's very good. It's got um, uh, white chocolate chips, which Francie doesn't believe in. Um, I know it's real. It's just not real chocolate. <laughs> Are you one of those people who says that champagne isn't champagne unless it comes from champagne? Technically, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have <it>. prosecco. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we need Francie on this podcast. <laughs> do a fact check live right oh. now. Um, well, you mentioned in our, in our trial run where I wasn't <laughs> recording that um, that you were disappointed in Snickerdoodle, which is going to be my number two pick. Um, because... Because as a child, when I was offered a Snickerdoodle, I assumed it was going to have a resemblance to a Snickers, which was my favorite candy bar. And I was extremely disappointed to find that it had no chocolate, no caramel, no nuts, and it was just basically a sugar cookie with some cinnamon. And so I don't dislike Snickerdoodles, but they're never at the top of my list. Do you know if Snickerdoodle predates Snickers? I do not. Francie fact checker. <laughs> we have to find a new fact checker. <laughs> yeah. Incidentally, did you know that Travis was disappointed when he had snickerdoodles because he thought they were made with real cheese doodles? But uh, I would guess snickerdoodle being like a traditional, isn't it a German cookie? I would bet they were around before the Mars company invented the candy bar. I that sounds right. Like in my mind, I thought snickerdoodle was something that they came up with in like the 90s because it sounded cute or something like I. Did not you mean have the one. 1890s. No, because I, I don't think I had one until I was uh, like an adult. Trust me. My, I, my, I, my bad experience was before the 1990s. I know. I'm not arguing with it you. It was but, not the 1890s. But I thought the name was something that, you know, Nestle came up with, like when they were coming up with a Funfetti cake, you know? So a snickerdoodle with its silly name was first baked in 1891. Oh, oh. nailed it. <laughs> Checking on the yeah. fly. <laughs> Did you know Francie always made up her fact checks? <laughs> <laughs> and Snickers were not invented until 1930. So the Snickerdoodle does predate the Snickers bar by a good 40 years. Yeah. 
Okay, so we've got your top two cookies. Yeah, don't don't leave us hanging. Or your bottom, Who's your bottom two of the three. What's number one? I'm gonna tell you guys after the break. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any sponsors. Um, my number one is the uh, peanut butter cup. Oh, oh. Yeah. Do, would you call that a classic? I mean, it's it's on their list. Yeah. So okay, I think you know at this point it is. Now, but like Francie, do you like peanut butter cookies or just peanut butter cup cookies? I I like peanut butter cookies, but I prefer peanut butter cup cookies, like the mm. chunky ones, like they have here. They have these, you know, larger uh, selection, four or five of them that are deluxe sized, and uh, and yeah, I like that that chunky type. Hmm. Like Francie, I want a candy bar in my cookie. Yeah. yeah, my favorite cookie from there was also one of the deluxe. It was the triple chocolate chunk, mm. which was mm. the great classic cookie dough, but it had milk chocolate, semi-sweet chocolate, and dark chocolate, all perfectly blended, just like this berry cookie. Excellent. All actual chocolates. All actual chocolates, <laughs> real chocolate liqueur, which makes it real chocolate, and beautifully dispersed throughout the cookie. So you got a good mix of chocolate and cookie in every bite so i can vouch for francie's love of these cookies because we did uh try alibi before we went on hiatus and this morning when i texted everyone and said hey does do you guys want me to grab some cookies to record before nick so gratefully did um francie immediately sent back triple chocolate chunk <laughs> i was like oh, okay that's the winner within and- a second it was so yeah. immediate <laughs> at the shop um, I also had it a la mode, and I had it oh, served perfect. with um, mint chip. Prairie Farms is the ice cream that they serve there, which is a quality brand, nice and creamy. And to have a scoop of mint chip on top of a fresh out of the oven, triple chocolate chunk cookie was truly a moment of bliss. I have found that a lot of people don't like mint with chocolate. And I know this because... Um, They're dead to me. What about York peppermint patties? Um, An empire was built on that very idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife, who is now dead to Francie, is one of those people. Oh dear. Sorry. <laughs> Much love to Angie. Um, but since I, I, I thought it was weird, too, I was like, you're freaking crazy, Angie. But um, She won't eat mint chocolate chip girls. I mean, mint uh, chip. Thin mints. Thin mints. That's it. <laughs> I'm so stunned. I can't, I'm, I've lost my ability to articulate. Uh no, no, she does not like them, and I am completely okay with that because I will eat uh, an entire sleeve of them myself. And mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I found that there are a lot of people like that. Everybody's saying it. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people don't like it. <laughs> she goes to a club on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they just sit around and don't eat chocolate and mint. They they have mints on one table yeah. and chocolate on the other, and never the two shall be. Yes. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, I want to hear your top threes. Oh, I've got to pick a top three? You were upset that I wouldn't pick one. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I've got one. <laughs> okay, whatever you want. Uh, hold on, I, I can give you my top three. Um, I Okay, I'm not going to give you my top three in any order, but I will say one of my favorite cookies is the monster cookie. Have you guys ever had monster cookies? Is that the one where they pile everything in? Nuts? Yeah. M&Ms? Yeah, I mean, they just kind of like throw everything into a cookie. You get that with peanut your butter suicide. Yeah, yeah. I mix all the sodas together. I'm like, give me a monster cookie, and then I go skateboard in the park. Um, no, <laughs> I, uh, 
I, I don't know. There's something about because it's got like oats in it and it's got like some uh, like raisins and M&Ms and peanut butter. And it's just like everything you want in a cookie, like literally everything you want in one cookie. It's like the Long Island tea of cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the everything bagel of cookies. Uh, so, that, you know, but for for Alibi, I would say my number three is the s'mores. Loved it. Loved s'more stuff. It it did taste a little bit like you could taste that graham cracker. You got the marshmallow. It's it's enveloped in a chocolate cookie. It it's so good. Like they, I, I'm glad to hear you say that, Travis. Uh, what do you think of that cookie that he just mentioned? I did not try the s'more cookie. I really just wanted to test you guys because I was going to kick you off if one of you called it some more cookie. I <laughs> have a. A big pet peeve when people say s'mores. I, like, That's what happened to all of our previous hosts. <laughs> I don't know why I hate it, but it's s'more. It's just s'more. Anyway. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even a fan of s'mores. They're okay. You good? <laughs> Let me get off my soapbox here. Uh, my, my second favorite, Eminem. Love it. I love the ch- the chocolate, but the cookie coating, like, uh, it's so good. Um, number one favorite cookie of all time, and including an alibi cookie, oatmeal raisin. I'm, wow. I'm a health nut. You guys know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you've listened to the podcast, you know whatever the healthiest thing is on the menu, that's what I'm going for. Uh-huh. Uh, Less than five minutes ago, you said. <laughs> <laughs> you described the berry cookie as healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I am an oatmeal raisin fan. I I used to get those, like the you remember the crappy ones from Walmart that were like hard hockey pucks with like icing on top. Yeah, they're yeah, they're terrible. That's what I thought oatmeal cookies were until yeah. I like had a good oatmeal cookie and I'm like, what? Why do they make those? Like those? <laughs> that's yeah. a terrible like approximation of what this is. Did, did those even have raisins or were they just like oatmeal pucks? They they probably just had like purple food coloring spotted on Maybe, them if yeah. yeah if if the quality matches the rest of the cookie <laughs> but yeah so a, a good oatmeal raisin where you get that like po- the pops of fruit like i was talking about with this one mm-hmm. um there's just nothing better glass of milk and oatmeal raisin cookie i plus if you go to like an office or a party Nobody likes oatmeal raisin, so I always get my favorite cookie. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the way to, to really improve an, an oatmeal raisin cookie <laughs> is you mix up the batter for the oatmeal cookie, and uh, then instead of putting raisins in, you put in chocolate oh, chips. Oh. Do you take out the oatmeal? T- <laughs> <laughs> no, an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. And I personally like to add nuts. Apparently not everyone is a fan of having walnuts or pecans in their cookies, but... I, yeah, I hate walnuts. Uh, do you like pecans? No. Do you like nuts at all? I love nuts. Uh, just those two. That's it. Mm, okay. <laughs> all right. Here's the three nuts I hate the most. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> this has just become a Nick's top three list podcast. Well, Francie, what are your favorites? Well, so I did not try as many cookies, apparently, as you did. But obviously... <laughs> that uh, came with a sideward glance, just so everyone knows. 
the triple chocolate chunk, of course, number one. And I was also a big fan of their lemon with white chocolate chips. Oh, yeah. Very good lemon flavor. Sometimes when, when uh, you know, people bake with lemon, it, it has kind of a cloying taste or it tastes yeah. like dish soap. But this really had just a really nice, fresh, lemony taste and just sweet enough and tart enough. Well, Hannah had that Francie moment before I came to record this where like I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about alibi cookies. And she was like, talk about the lemon white chocolate chip. <laughs> and that's like, a Francie well, moment. Okay. <laughs> well, no, with your uh, chocolate chunk immediately remembering oh, your favorite okay. cookie. She immediately remembered that lemon white chocolate chip. That is not a flavor I would think about going together, but it, it works. It's so good. Well, I did not get a chance to try that. So the one in want, the box you want there. It? Yeah. You want to go live? <clears throat> So as good as that lemon cookie was with the white chocolate, which isn't really chocolate, I would like to... Um, well, what is white chocolate? White chocolate is missing the chocolate liqueur. Hmm. And so that's, I think, an essential ingredient. But if Mike Evans is listening to this and is wanting to do a little experimentation, I'd love to see that yummy lemon cookie done with a dark chocolate chip. I didn't get one. <laughs> I only go when they're out of those. Unless is is that that might be it. Hold on. That looks like a lemon cookie. All right, here. You know what? I'm just gonna try it. So, um, give the mystery cookie a taste and see if it tastes like you lemon. You guys are making this cookie up. It's right there. Is this? Uh, uh, oh yeah, white chocolate lemon. Hmm. Let me try it. Okay, he's going in. Mystery cookie. Got any lemon? I, yeah, at least it's like a lemon. Like you'll immediately be able to tell. Nope. <laughs> they must have been out the two times that I went. Like we got, um, yeah, 15 of them. <laughs> Just about. Um, so that's a popular one. So <laughs> go early. <laughs> Um, oh, poor Nick. We, I'm going to have to grab you a lemon cookie. This They're happened so with good. apple fritters, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That man. was tragic. That yeah. was that was my top of season one, too. That was the best thing I ate on season one. Everybody was telling me, you have to get the apple fritters. You have to get the apple fritters. And I went, and I was just like, uh, wait, uh, do you have any apple fritters? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. We just ran out. Um, I can have them for you in an hour, though. You should have waited. I well, you. <laughs> I I regret it to this day. <laughs> well, remind everyone where the great apple fritters were. That was Pharaoh's Donuts, Pharaoh's right? Donuts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. so good. Yeah, they were great. And I did say in that episode that I'm not much of a sweets person. And once again, I ended up getting a dozen the first time I went. And with just Angie and I eating, we polished them off. Like, mm -hmm. they were great. They were all good. Yeah, I, they've got a a flavor to them there's enough variety it keeps you coming back for more mm -hmm. like one thing that um you know i was trying to think like if we're not giving reviews maybe i'll just throw out some like this place is perfect for like if if you want to go on a picnic in forest park if you want to grab a couple cookies and like walk around the zoo this place is right across from the st louis zoo that would be great like this would be amazing kids would love this place I found out recently that my niece and nephew listen to this podcast. Jack, Violet, when you guys come up, we'll have to go get alibi cookies because they're absolutely amazing. Um, 
Also, they ask if we could keep swearing to a minimum. They would appreciate it. So I was already feeling bad because I was going to say this place is perfect for getting stoned and going to get cookies. <laughs> <laughs> or so I hear. No, I mean, uh, with the vending machine aspect, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Like, you don't have to, like, deal with people. You just yeah. get them out of the vending machine. Yeah, that, that's one thing I wanted to talk about is the, um, the vending machine. Um, I don't think any of us got to try it is that right it wasn't working the day i was there yeah had a software issue the day i was there software issue okay so as i understand it they have it when they're not open um which makes sense to me and i haven't gotten a chance to confirm this but uh you mentioned that you would be happy to eat their leftover cookies this is brilliant like i've i've had friends who worked in bakeries and the you know the owner of a restaurant is put into a bad situation where they end up with this leftover food, especially bakeries. They, they make a lot of excess stuff. Um, and at the end of the day, you literally can't give it away. If you give it away and somebody like has a problem with it, like a food allergy or something like that. Or like this chocolate isn't chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me. This is chocolate, but it's white. <laughs> Lawsuit. There you go. Lawsuit. Francie's <laughs> shaking her head. Um, no, but they, that is a thing that, you know, they can't, they can't give it away. They even will, like, lock their dumpsters if they're throwing it out. Um, I had friends who, who worked at uh, Breadco. That's Atlanta Breadco, not St. Uh, Louis. Yeah. Well. Very different. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you, you guys have bread bowls. Yeah. And they have bowls of bread there. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say bread plates. <laughs> um, I, I should have, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they would um, get like a grocery bag full of bread to take home every night, which, you know, is kind of great when you first start working there. And then you're like, I have all this bread and yeah. I gained 50 pounds. That, that's cool for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this, I just was thinking that this vending machine is so awesome where it's just like, okay, you're, you're leaving you just load it up. It's all you know, fresh. It's been made that evening or day or whatever. And then twenty four seven, you can get cookies. It's mm-hmm. so cool. It's, I mean, also genius business model because you can sell twenty four seven without an employee having to sit there. Yeah. But I wonder how many cookies it holds because if it's from the time the shop closes until it opens the next morning, what if there's a run on the cookie machine? He is able to check the stock remotely, so I, it's possible you can just go up there in the middle of the night and reload, load it up. Yeah. or he just sells out. <laughs> yeah but yeah you know if they end up putting it if the one downtown is in ballpark village or something like that oh, then it's like smart you gotta load that up every hour cookie vending machines at bars i think every yeah. bar in st louis needs one yeah and they i don't know how many like total they have but they do have uh around 12 flavors in each vending machine and you know i don't get stoned but i do uh i I am a robot and i i do appreciate going to places and not having to talk to people i was gonna say if a vending machine in every bar is how the robot revolution begins you know what it's a sacrifice i'm willing to make they yeah (laughs) they're definitely gonna gonna hook us with that that's how it how it starts before you know it where did the uh, robot overlords come from well they used to make cookies (laughs) (laughs) and now they just like spread communism i i think they should still make cookies and everyone's like uh, i can't hate them yeah. Yeah. spread communism hmm. okay all right 
Uh, real fast, I was at the, the <laughs> farmer's market today, and there's a, a couple, a young couple walking in front of me, and these two guys are holding magazines, and the two guys with magazines say, uh, excuse me, uh, would you like to learn about communism? And the guy goes, no. <laughs> and then we we just keep walking, and then he turns to his girlfriend, he's like, I mean, I kind of do, but not from him. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> All right, so let's let's do some wrap up. We don't we're not going to do a review, but let's do some kind of final thoughts thing. All right. Okay. Uh, you know, my final thought, I'm so excited to be doing these again. So so much fun. It's so great to see you guys in person. Um I I like the new format. This was our first run at like not giving Star reviews, which I I think it you're going to say not giving a fuck. <laughs> uh oh, stop listening, kids. Uh, no, you know I I think it works better. I like it. I I feel like I can talk more like honestly about the place because I'm not trying to cover my butt for a star review. You know, you mean justify whatever points you're going to give? Yeah, up? exactly. Yeah. Right. Which we all know Travis just arbitrarily picks at the last second anyway. So. <laughs> I have a hat that I pull a number for. <laughs> there is a system. <laughs> no, I, this place is great. I love the vending machine. The concept's good. The cookies are fantastic. I can't wait to try a brownie. Um, and I can't wait to try a bunch of new restaurants with you guys and talk about them uh, on our podcast. That's nice. Uh, I agree. Is, is that your final thought? <laughs> That's my final my final thought on Alibi is that the owner, Mike Evans, was a super nice guy. Glad to see that, that this concept is working out for him, and I wish him a lot of success. And uh, as far as future podcasts and future restaurants, it will be an interesting adventure, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is super nice. Like um, When I walked in today, I feel like he literally hopped out of his seat and was like, hey, how's it going? Is it your first time here? You know, very, very friendly. And I was like, I just want to talk to the robot. <laughs> Is the robot here? Um, uh, but yeah, I, I do. I love the cookies. Um, my only my only complaint, if I have one, is that uh, they you didn't have, get the lemon white chocolate chip. Uh, yes. That, I hope that next time they have that, I'll have to go early. Um, but they have they have um, uh, they have milk there. They have coffee there. Um, they also make shakes and cookie uh, cookie sheets. Um, so they do office parties and things like that, birthday oh. parties. Um, what is a cookie sheet? I think he means a cookie cake. I think I think they call them cookie sheets. Okay. A cookie sheet is what you would make a cookie cake on, right? <laughs> <laughs> they have branded cookie sheets. Okay, that 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 sounds like a thing. Uh, you don't have to look it up, Travis. Okay. Oh, it does say cookie cake. New, um, new merchandising idea. Yeah. Cookie sheets. Um, I, I was crossing sheet cake with a cookie mm-hmm. cookie cake. I, 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 I followed where it's, you were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the coffee is just, it's just regular coffee. I would love for them to get an espresso machine in there and get... Excellent point. Yeah. Yeah. There's a real opportunity there. You know, let me, there was one other thing that a place that I went to in Atlanta and, um, and it was a restaurant, and uh, they had a lot of good coffee there. And I'm looking at the menu, and it says at the bottom with an asterisk, um, uh, extra spro. And I'm like, I asked everybody there, do you guys know what spro is? And they're like, no. 
And I'm like, I go up and I order and I'm like, hey, can I ask you something? What is Spro? And she's like, oh, it's short for espresso. And then she says, it's espresso, not expresso. And I'm like, I didn't even say espresso. (laughs) Why did she look at me and just decide this guy probably says expresso. I'm going to correct him before he even tries. Like, what is that? I like that. Uh... <laughs> I love that she was immediately defensive. Like, and before you say, that's you know, not how you shorten espresso. I, I, if I had been quick witted, I would have said, did I even ask you that? <laughs> oh, uh, but it only took you two months to come up. With yeah. I'm going back. <laughs> But Spro, that is that's just silly. I I really hated that. If if you say Spro or you say Za, you're on my list with those some more people. I'm telling you that. That's my final thought. Top three people I hate. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, it has been great recording again. This was fun. Uh, I hope you guys, listener people, liked it too. Um, we'll be back soon. Uh, Make sure to check out our Instagram and uh, should I get the Twitter going again? Sure. Okay. Well, I'll tr- I'll do my best get the Twitter going again for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but check out our Instagram because we are definitely posting pictures of that birthday cake cookie that you can't get anymore, um, and all of our amazing cookies, including the cookie vending machine at Alibi. Yeah. And give us a like or a review if you want to. I don't know what that does. I I always say it really helps a lot. I don't know what it does. <laughs> It helps us feel like people are listening. Yeah. It's an ego boost for us, really. Hello? Is is this thing on? (laughs) Yeah, Francie, we'll get you a microphone next. (laughs) Uh, Season two. uh, Obviously, we schedule these seasons six, seven years in advance, but um, we can always call an audible and go somewhere new. So where do you want to see us review in St. Louis, Uh, especially now that we've taken away the specter of giving it a bad review? Yeah. (laughs) So... Thanks again. Get out there. Support local. And you know what? Even in season two, tell Mitchell said hi. <laughs> <laughs>